I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this. Whenever and wherever that's breaking news. Severe weather alert or that's breaking news. Severe weather alert or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24 hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB depend on it. The Mark Aram show is performed before a live studio audience. No. I want this town to be near you. No gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show. A good Friday Eve to you, Mark Aram. Here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Very happy to be joined in studio by stand-up comedian Mark Pitta. He is in Atlanta at the Punchline this weekend. Go check him out at the new Punchline location in Buckhead at the Landmark Diner. Mark, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Good to be back. I used to come here in the 80s. I did the uh, original location of the Punchline like twice a year for mm-hmm. about 10 years. So, uh, And I recently moved here from the Bay Area. So you, you were here... In the 80s, then haven't been back since? I got a TV gig in San Francisco, which took me off the road. Okay. And, uh, although, even when I had my two-week vacation, one of those weeks I would work the punchline because I liked uh, the area so much. Yeah. And then it, my wife got a job here, so we I just needed an airport. So we moved. We, that's uh, a good point. packed up and moved with our blind dog. So how long have you been back in Atlanta or living in Atlanta now? Just about two months, getting used to it. I, I It's funny when you go to the South, like right away, I, w- I was buying a shirt in a store, and I knew I was in the South because the tag says, one size fits y'all. <laughs> they don't so, have that in San Francisco. No, a lot of friendly people here. California and Georgia, totally different. I yeah. mean, in uh, so far, if you leave a store here, it's, you know, have a blessed day. And in, in <laughs> California, it's like, next. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we're, it's a kinder, gentler, for the most part, yeah. culture here than uh, the Bay Area, yes. which is, I mean, the money you must be saving on it, on living expenses has got to be crazy. I went from a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath to five-bedroom, four-bath, <laughs> and my, uh, r- I'm renting right now, yeah. but I was had a mortgage, but it that went down, uh, the, I was paying 3300 Yeah, and now I'm paying twelve. That's amazing. Yeah, that part is not uh, hard to adjust to. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, San Francisco Bear, you know, can I have an $8 croissant, please, and a $5 coffee? Yeah. And it's been getting worse, I'm told. I have some friends that live out there since the, uh, you know, the, the Silicon Valley explosion that it's, you know, might be uh, outside of Tokyo, might be the most expensive place to live on the planet. And I think the person who bought my house was was from that Silicon Valley area. They just I lived in a beautiful area called Mill Valley, just north of the Golden Gate Bridge. And I ran my own room there, a, a theater, for like 10 years. Um, and it, it's strange because every Tuesday, Robin Williams, who lived 10 minutes away, five minutes away, would, sh- would come in. And I knew him from the 80s. And I would see Robin every Tuesday if he wasn't doing a movie or a TV show. And uh, What would he do? He'd come in and do stand-up? He'd come in and either like he had that, that, that energy like, I have, to, I have to go on, or yeah. just hang in the green room and, and, you know, just hold court with the comedians. Yeah. Or if I booked a friend that he knew, he would come in. Um, and I did see him two weeks before he passed away, and I knew something was wrong, and that was the weirdest. Uh, as soon as he left, I went, he just said goodbye to me three times. Why would, why would he do that? Oh, wow, really? Yeah, it was very odd, and then I read up on what he really had. People didn't know what he had. They said Parkinson's. Yeah. But when I read about the Louis body dementia, that was... A- killer that's uh, that's a horrible story I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we lost uh another comic icon yesterday 
Gary Shandling, and you told me off the air that that you you know uh, knew Gary sure. and and came up with him in the '80s. Tell us about that. Yeah, he was the first guy that when I saw him at uh, funny enough, it was also called the Punchline mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Um, invited him, uh, me and a lot of comics up to the hotel, and it was this suite. I'm like, this is how you stay. <laughs> this is where you live. You know, uh, but. Yeah, then I would run into Gary a lot when I was in L.A. And in fact, I was working on my first Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. And um, Gary was at this club, and I was there. And I go, could you watch my set? Because I'm doing it on the Tonight Show in a couple of days. And after I did my set, I said, what advice do you have? And he goes, just have as much fun as you just did, you know? So he was very, he was very, uh, well, comedians are like this with each other. It's not really cutthroat. We really support each other. Mm-hmm. And he was very generous that way. Um, I've been reading a lot on Facebook from friends that are posting stories about him, and one was Pat Hazel, a comedian who was doing warm-up for the Larry Sanders show, and the audience was just horrible, and Gary noticed that when he was in the dressing room, and Gary walked out on the stage, and the audience got really crazy, yeah. and then it helped Pat out, so he was, that's the kind of guy he was. Um, I recently, I didn't get to see him a lot uh, recently. I guess the last time I saw him was was after his Larry Sanders went off the air, and he was there to support Sarah Silverman, who was doing this show. And who this little... got her start on the yeah, Larry Sanders exactly. show. Yeah, exactly. And he was there to support her, and I got to tell him that I thought the finale of his show was one of the best in TV history. And uh, I, I have a really good friend, Dana Carvey, who's um, friends with Gary. I texted him, and this is now, it's like third third party, sure. but he said Kevin Nealon lunched with Larry on Sunday, and he and he's... In Kevin's words, he goes, he seemed off. Really? So, yeah. Now, Kevin's been on the show a couple of times, um, and he I, I didn't know there was a... I know Hollywood's very incestuous. You guys all hang out with each other. Yeah. Um, but that's amazing that... I, last night, um, when the news broke, we talked about it on the show, and, and to me, uh, the Larry Sanders show is the greatest sitcom of all time. I just... It's my favorite. I don't, I'm not going to call it the greatest because everyone has their opinion. It's my favorite because it was so different, so funny, so... Uh, my sidekicks, you know, a little younger than me, they didn't they didn't watch the Larry Sanders show. They had no idea. And I just went through, I went on IMDb and and just started naming all the guests that were on that show. Mm-hmm. And it was a who's who of anybody that's yeah. ever been anything in entertainment. Mind blowing who appeared on that program. I have the DVD box set, and it is it. And not only, I'm glad you said that because. Uh, comedians would refer to people who aren't in the business as civilians. Yes. And uh, it, it was so inside. I didn't know if it was too inside, but it was nice to know everybody enjoyed it. But there was so, I just related to the subject matter so much. And, you know, and then my friends were on there. Yeah. And uh, I hung out one time. I was doing Third Rock from the Sun, and I just walked over to another sound studio. This is another thing. Maybe it's a Gary thing. You know, third, I did Third Rock from the Sun. On the side of the building of the soundstage, Third Rock from the Sun. Then you go, Grace Under Fire is over yeah. here. All the Mary Tyler Moore, you know, all these things. And Gary's soundstage had no writing on it. And I walked in, I go, oh, this is the Larry Sanders set. <laughs> and uh, so I hung out, and some of my friends would be writers on that show. So Talking to uh, Mark Pitt, a comedian. He's at the Punchline this weekend. Welcome to Atlanta, by the way. Thank New you. Atlanta native. Hopefully we can get you on more often. Um, uh, Gary, uh, it, it's, uh, I mean, it's... It hit me pretty hard yesterday because I expected him, much like Robin Williams, I thought we'd have him for another 20 years. Right. You know, and I wanted to see what an 80-year-old Robin Williams would be like on right. the, on the Tonight Show right. or an 80-year-old Gary Shandling. I watched last night, as soon as I got off the air, comedians in car, uh, cars getting coffee with Seinfeld, and he had Gary Shandling on, and they talked a lot about um, legacy and death, and it was kind mm-hmm. of foreboding that this, you know, 
he just died, and and not long ago he did this, you know, twenty minute thing. Well, a lot of comedians are dark. Yes. We're, we have a dark side. In fact, one of my favorite jokes is the one about uh, the guy that goes to the psychiatrist and says, "I'm so depressed. I just I hate life. Nothing is here for me." And the psychiatrist says, "Do me a favor. Go see." And this is where you can make up any name. Yeah. Go see uh, Rocco the Clown. Rocco the Clown. If you go to his show and you don't laugh, you come back to me, uh, and, and then we'll work on this. And the guy says to the psychiatrist. I'm Rocco. I'm Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's in a nutshell how he feels about that's it. That's fantastic. But, uh, yeah. So, but you told me that. So Gary was not married. He, he Gary didn't... wasn't married when I it was. It was kind of sad to hear. Like he was in his house by himself, and you know, Linda Dossett was who played Hank Kingsley's uh, assistant was his le- living girlfriend the for a long time. Blonde. Yeah. And I, in fact, I met she. Gary was so great because I didn't know him that well, but he, when she was in the room, he would in- introduce me. Mark, this is my girlfriend, and, I'm, and she was so hot. I was like, <laughs> "How did you get her, Gary?" You yeah. know, and uh, uh, but he was very polite to everybody, and uh, always had a kind word, and you know, he loved great, you know, and he got to be a better actor too. If you watch that show, yeah, there's some dry moments on that show that are so good. The uh, the, I mean, the show is phenomenal. It really now. It's been a while, and I, I promised last night on the show that I would go back and rewatch all of them. What what was the finale? Refresh my memory. How well it was. Uh, he treated it almost like the Johnny Carson finale, where he uh, said goodnight to the audience, and he almost breaks up, and uh, and then they take him, you know, off. He goes, I can't get off. In fact, I, I posted posted this on Facebook uh-huh. last night, just with no words, just this ending, and he goes, I can't get off the stool. You know, I can't get leave, and then. And then Artie, Artie picks him up, in, and as he right. as he leaves the building, goes, "I hope we beat Leno." That, I know. do remember the episode now because <laughs> Hank wanted more time to. Do yeah, Hank was upset. upset. Yeah, was Bet Midler on that as well? It was a no. It was a lot of people. It was Sean Penn. It was uh, Jim, Ka- Jim Carrey. No, he asks to to okay, if you recall, yeah. and he has the the uh, he's out of the shower and he crosses his legs like Sharon Stone. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And there's that, and Warren Beatty was in it, and uh, I got yeah, I definitely have to go rewatch. I mean, it's it's probably been a decade since it was, I've it's one of my favorite show. shows uh, of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gary Shandling dead at the sixty six. Sixty six, man, it's too it. soon. And by the way, I, you know, when civilians, as I say, you hear about his death, you yeah. go. Oh, it's too bad. I really liked him. But when a comedian hears it, it's like a football player with his helmet ran twenty yards straight towards you and just just shut right into your gut. Yeah, it takes your breath away. And I, I tell you, I haven't slept. I didn't sleep last night. And I was, I heard right before I was going to the punchline to do my first show of the week. And I'm like, oh, this is not what I want to hear before because yeah. it's hard not to uh, sure it's, it, think about it. With you. Yeah, it, it, going back to the comedians in car mm-hmm. getting coffee. I always hammer that uh, title. It's by not the a great title. So. They were talking about, um, Shandling and Seinfeld were talking about Robin Williams' suicide. Oh. and I didn't know that. I haven't seen that episode yet. I have to, it's interesting. To I, I'm going to do a spoiler here for you. It's okay. And people and Gary said he was watching the news, and all the news people were saying, he, you know, I don't understand why he did this. He's got, um, you know, two movies in the can. He's got another movie coming up, blah, blah, blah. And Shandling's like, well, that's why. Like, if yeah. you're the business, that's why he did it was it was surreal. I uh, think Robin kind of knew, and he was he was trying to make as much money as he could for his family, yeah. you know, at the end there. But I knew Robin a little too well. His his death, it took like I I couldn't have this conversation with you after it happened, like I can with yeah. Gary, because Gary was a comedian friend and acquaintance. But Robin, I would have coffee with, you know, sure. during the week. And uh, um, my favorite Robin Williams story was my wife and I were out to dinner after a show we did, and there was comedians at the table, and Robin was there. And uh, the check comes, and Robin picks it up. I go, Robin, you don't have to pay for our food. You didn't even eat. 
He goes, no, I make a lot of money from the movies I made. And, he, and we didn't eat that much. So he sees how little the bill is. And he goes, oh, this will be on Bicentennial Man. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Pitt, can you hang out one more second? Sure. All right. He's at the Punchline this weekend. Punchlinecomedy.com for uh, tickets. Uh, real quick, you on social media? You said Facebook. You got Yeah, Facebook and Twitter. I don't have a lot of Twitter followers because I got off Twitter once, and then when you come back, you lose all your followers. Sure. But uh, yeah, we'll find you. <laughs> okay. All right, hang out. Friday edition. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show, Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Um, Mark Pitta in studio with us. Mark, you didn't you didn't hear the this. I'm assuming you don't know that I went ultra viral this week um, with a thing I did on Channel Two, uh, talking about people that passed. Fife Dog from the group A Tribe Called Quest passed, mm-hmm. and he was uh, very uh, important to me in mm-hmm. my formative years. And I kind of did a sly few sly tributes on on the news during my traffic reports to to get him. And it blew up and went viral. Mm. Um, sadly, I never had Fife Dog's phone number in my phone. Mm-hmm. But uh, since you're here, I want to play a little game with you called Who's in My Phone? Now, it's time for <laughs> Who's in Your Phone? Now, you did some heavy name dropping in the first segment of the program. You've been uh, you've been on the circuit for a while. Uh, very famous. You mentioned some very famous people. Mm-hmm. Who right now in your cell phone... Mm-hmm. Give me a name that would blow me away that that you could call up. Oh, I thought you were going to try to guess. No, I'm not going to guess. You tell me. I just want to be blown okay. away by a uh, name. This is a guy who uh, changed comedy. Okay. And he's uh, still influence, alive. Still alive okay. and uh, uh, 89 years old. 89 years old. He, 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 Woody Allen saw him and said, oh, that's you could do that? You could you could just talk about what's on your mind or, or what's in the paper or politics? Don Rickles? Uh, I'm no. to think of Elder. Um, he was it, it, Meathead's when, dad, when Carl Weiner. Pe- when people talk about this gentleman, they they talk about uh, him, Lenny Bruce, and Jonathan Winters, pretty much all the same time. Um, I'm embarrassed. Political comedian, mostly Mort Saul. Mort Saul. Wow. Yeah. Mort lived uh, five minutes from me, and I got to know him and uh, have coffee with him and Robin Williams. 89. Him and uh, Robin Williams and Mort Saul and I having coffee. I mean, it was crazy. That's it was awesome. just. And Mort is so funny. They're writing a book about his life right now, and they interviewed his first wife. And this is Mort talking. He said, "Yeah, she said every 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 you know day married to me was a nightmare." And I said, "Even the shopping." <laughs> you know, so. yeah, here's the deal: we got to go, but you need to write a book, man. You've had a pretty. I did write. Life. I did write a book, and uh, I'm going to sell it on Amazon.com, okay. and I, it's going to make a lot of money. It's called "Add to Cart." <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Mark is at the Punchline this weekend. Please go see him because uh, hopefully he'll be uh, at the Punchline uh, very often and on the Mark Aram Show very often. Pleasure to meet you, man. You too. It's uh, Welcome back to the South. Thank if you, you have any southern questions, okay? Yeah, this guy from uh, Connecticut will, will help you out. All right, news, weather, and traffic next. Stick around. This is the Mark Aram Show. WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there. Better severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center. will break in. Depend on it. Hey, this is Rich Springfield. You're listening to the Mark Aram Show.
good to be born in America. Well, men are free. It's so good to be born in America. All the home of the red, the white, and the blue. Welcome back to the show, 1037, 23 in front of 11. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Huge second hour of the show. We're going to have Lonely Tailgater, Little Sanjay, and Johnny Kilbasa all on the show, uh, crossing streams in the second hour. So sticking around with that. We are discussing two uh, sports topics, but not really related to sports. The big local one. Roddy White let go today by the Atlanta Falcons. Roddy White is the greatest receiver the Falcons have ever had. Ryan to the end zone for Roddy White. He makes the catch for a Falcons touchdown. He's the team's all-time leader in touchdowns and receiving yards. But father time and the salary cap catches everybody. White has been released after a subpar 2015 season. The 11-year veteran only had 506 yards and one touchdown and was clearly not comfortable in Kyle Shanahan's offense. He was set to make $6 million dollars against the cap in 2016 jay black wsb and apparently the longest tenured uh current atlanta sports figure aside from justin babineau there they were drafted the same year was let go via text message um i just want to know if you have any interesting uh ways you've been fired or you fired anybody 404-872-0751-800 wsb talk jovita moore from channel 2 action news joins us in studio i can imagine a you've ever been fired in your career Correct. Not uh, good. Not good. <laughs> well, your professional career, but summer right. job, did you ever get fired from a summer job no. or anything? Mm-mm, no, I just, summer job, I just moved on to like college. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So or, no, or, no juicy firing co- story no, for Joey. No. And then college jobs, I just moved on to like real work. What was, let me ask you this question. Cause you've yes. been here at channel two for a while. 18 years in April. 18 years. 18 years. The kid years. wasn't even yours. Hmm? I was just singing what? Kanye. <laughs> right. I could have had a kid by exactly. now, right? <laughs> well, where, where were you before? What market were you at before? Uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, mm-hmm. I heard that's an amazing town. Memphis? Yeah. It's fun. It's There's everything you can do in one weekend. It's that kind of town. Okay. Yeah. You can knock it out in one weekend. You can knock it out in one weekend. What was your first market? Uh, that Fayetteville, you... Arkansas. Wow. Yes. That's a not a weekend market that's a two days or two hours and you're out of there (laughs) very cool so yeah that's a day so was it Fayetteville (laughs) Memphis Atlanta or is there any correct Fayetteville Memphis Atlanta three steps and boom 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 you're in Atlanta Uh uh-huh very proud of you thank you (laughs) thank you I worked hard to make that happen Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Good. So what do we good. got cooking on the night beat tonight? Um, what's going on tonight? So, you know, I'd be interested to know what, what our buddy Shay Griffin thinks about this. You know, this big religious freedom bill that, mm-hmm. that's being debated down at the Capitol. Well, we've got someone tonight in the movie entertainment business saying, yeah, this is going to be a problem. Like if this passes, movies are already ready to pull out wow. and just leave because they're not going to stay in a state that supports that kind of thing. If, you know, people really perceive this as you're now discriminating against uh, same-sex couples. Yeah. by saying, oh, well, we don't have to marry you if we don't want to, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So you're trying to protect ministers and the clergy and then at the same time discriminating against these folks who may want to get married. So there are people now saying that this is going to cost the film industry here billions of dollars. And that uh, and there's an actor, we're going to talk about him at 11, who okay. is ready to pull his movie. Wow. Yeah, he's just he's not going to do it if the bill passes. So it's it's a big deal. Um, Putnam County schools are closed tomorrow. Did you report that by any chance? Because it's, I, not, I would imagine it's because not weather related. 
it's uh, water related. Yeah, though, right? there was yeah. a big water. Yeah, a big water main break. The only reason why I know there. that is because the uh, the KFC or the Chick Fil A <laughs> they they've closed their their restaurant, uh-huh. but you can still go through the drive through. But the only drink you can get is sweet tea. Oh wow! Because you can't use the water the, from the soda yeah, machines. The soda machine. So Putnam County Schools are closed tomorrow. There's a huge water outage there. Um, it has been fixed, but because of just the late hour that it was fixed, they want everyone to boil their water for another 36 hours. So um, they're they're shutting down schools and things are kind of disrupted tonight. Three because day of weekend, it. four day weekend. Yeah, four day yeah. weekend. Right? They'll probably be back on on Friday, just in time for the weekend. <laughs> and as you know, um, sex trafficking remains a, a huge problem here in Atlanta. So there are um, there was a group of lawmakers who are out tonight just kind of discussing it and, and actually going to um, the red light district, so to speak, around Atlanta and Fulton County, just to see the environment firsthand. They always talk about it sure. again at the Capitol, but let's get out and really see it and see what's happening in the streets and try to do something about it. So there's a big effort. We also have the 911 calls from your boy, Cat Williams. I was about to ask about Cat Williams. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have those tonight at 11. You know, a group of women say that he hit them, he and his entourage. Stole their cell phones. Yeah, it just turned out not to be a good night, I uh, guess, you know. I still want to know how he got to the pool supply company in Hall County. He was that. driving <laughs> for some reason and apparently went to the vape store next door to the pool supply store. You. And the folks in there said he was great uh, and bought bought a lot of stuff, spent money in there, and then <laughs> went to the pool supply store. And I don't know, maybe something happened with the chlorine and he went, you know, yeah. everything just went left. He peed in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> something. Jovina Moore, Channel 2 Action News Night Beat 11 starts in uh, 17 glorious minutes. Thank you. All right. Um, I'm off tomorrow and Friday, so have a good weekend. You're off tomorrow yeah. and Friday. Okay. All right, that's so. allowed. <laughs> Thank All right. you, Jovita. Thank you. All right, Jovita Moore. Back to the phones who go. Renee is in Decatur. Renee, thanks for hanging. Welcome to the program. Hey. All right. Back to talking about nothing but always relevant. Because guess what happened to me last night? You got fired. Yeah. Oh, no. Did, did the Falcons fire you? No. I was delivering pizza. <laughs> okay, what happened? I don't know. This manager, he just kind of flies off the handle with everybody, and he's into, I, I, I don't need your services anymore. And unfortunately, after that, what was so wild is he got in my face when I was trying to get a co-worker's phone number, and he was like, you need to leave right now, right now, you need to leave right now. Wow. It was the scariest thing um, I have experienced do you in, get Do you get a severance a package from a pizza delivery, or no? They give you like a two weeks pay or anything like that. No, it's it's a right to work state. You All right. Go so home. if anyone needs, uh, what other skills do you possess besides pizza delivery, Renee? I'd like to think I can carry a full sentence. Okay, that helps. <laughs> that that always helps. Um, I'm I can type. Oh, okay. Um, I'm pretty creative. I make things. Um, I'm very good on the telephone. I, I, I have the best. You sound like you have a great personality. Here's what we're going to do. So since I'm off tomorrow and Friday, next week, call back. And and if you're not employed yet, we'll work on getting you a gig. All right. You are the best. I try. Hey, listen, you're, you're a listener. Listeners are like family to me. Um, so I'll, we'll try to take care of you. Renee sounds very cheerful. I would love to have her on. She does. On staff somewhere doing something. Uh, Jen's in Swanee. Jen, you're on the Mark Aram Show. I have a problem. First, how the heck can anybody live in Atlanta and not know who Rowdy White is? 
Well, he's Chuck. He's from Montana. I'm not from here. I'm from Montana. <laughs> I've been here like two years, and I don't care about your Atlanta sports teams. I'm sorry. I'm from Pennsylvania, and I still know who Roddy White is. Well, you, yeah. Good for you. Listen, I, I'm disappointed oh, that Chuck well, didn't know Roddy White either, there. but that's all right. We'll forgive Chuck for that. Okay, my story is about a nice thing some, somebody's done for me. Okay. Um, it was this year, and it was a, the week before Christmas. So I was... Um, ordering all kinds of stuff off the internet, mostly Amazon. So that week I got like eight Amazon packages. Mm -hmm. And um, during the week that I did, one time I went to leave, it was a Saturday night, and my car wouldn't start. So I don't know any of my neighbors. I live by myself. I don't have jumper cables. And I knew it was just, it just needed a jump. So I went and knocked on my neighbor's door, introduced myself, asked if he could give me a jump. And he was like, sure. You know, he got my car started, all was fine and well. And, you know, like three days later, I was going through the packages, making sure I got everything. And in there, from Amazon, was a set of jumper cables with a personal note that said, hey, you might need these around town someday. And, no way. Yes, and I've never, I never met him before this, and it was just the sweetest thing. I know it's something small, but... The whole thought that counts thing, you know? I was just so touched by it. It was so sweet. That is amazingly sweet. That's very cool. See, so just something like that. She'll remember that forever. Jumper cables. We used to have a traffic trooper named Jumper Cable Man. Why? It might have been him. Because <laughs> he always needed jumper cables? <laughs> no, I think he was just always had them. And always, I don't know. Zach's in Snellville. Zach, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, um, Zach. Yeah, buddy. Yay, finally I'm on. Um, first time... Uh, caller, long-time listener. Welcome, the show. welcome aboard, sir. Um, okay, with the Roddy White thing, uh, I believe they should have fired Matt Ryan instead. He is garbage. Roddy White was one of the greatest players we ever had. I don't know. I don't understand why or how they got rid of him. Well, there's a number of reasons. Uh, one was the salary cap. He was going to make too much money next year. And what's the other one? He's old. Uh, maybe, but I mean, he might be over the hill, or he just might have been misused last year. We'll find out when he signs with another team this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a good year somewhere else. I hope he does, just to stick it to us, honestly. Yeah, he. I mean, listen, he the, he's the best receiver in Falcons history. He was a great, exactly. a great teammate, a great citizen here in Atlanta. We're, we're certainly going to miss him, and I hope he does. I hope he signs with the Giants and catches ten I touchdowns next year. I totally emphasize the point that we need to get rid of Matt Ryan. Like I'm one hundred percent. With that, there's Maybe, a uh, if, if, I'm okay with that. If you if you find someone better than Matt Ryan, the problem is Longoria. You're a fan of the Texans, yeah. If you can't find quarterbacks out no, there, no, we can't. I am a Giants we'll take fan. Matt Ryan. I would trade you Eli Manning for Matt Ryan tomorrow, um, as a Giants. Fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I would rather have Matt Ryan. There than aren't Eli. a lot oh, of top tier quarterbacks. No. he's not the greatest, but w find me one. Yeah, there's, there's no backup. There's, you that, can't. Find anyone and better than Matt in the Ryan draft right next now. Year that's no. gonna, so. Not that the Falcons will be able to get no. at their pick. Meg's in Pennsylvania. Meg, how are you, dear? Hi, Mark. Oh, fine, thank you. Oh, is that Longoria? <laughs> yes, it is. Long Longoria needs cheering up. He's giving up soda for Lent. He's in a bad mood. Oh, you'll be fine. Hello, Longoria. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I feel way, much better now. There you go. Oh, that's good. Um, well, I have a firing story and I have a nice story, too. Okay, um, real quick. Well, firing story was, you know, well, it was, it was a crappy, crappy job anyway. I kept, you know, I was a lousy waitress, and I kept, <laughs> you know, getting all the orders all messed up. And mm -hmm. I came to this table, and I put all the platters down, and they said, that's not mine. And I thought, well, I, I put it over, 
And they said, that's not mine. I said, well, it's perfect good food, you know. Why don't you just try it anyway? <laughs> you, you wanted them to eat what they hadn't ordered well, yet. I, I lasted a day and a half, but, you know, who cares? But I was a terrible waitress anyway. But the nice, nicest thing that happened to me, I went to a rock concert this weekend, and um, I was walking around, um, and I saw this tour bus, and I thought, oh, well, I had this little thank you note for um, the the music, the musician, and I, I said, um, I saw this man walking down the road, down the road that I was on, and I said, uh, do you, are you with the band? And, you know, and he said, well, I'm the tour manager. And I said, oh, well, do you think you could give this um, note to the, to the, the, the musician? And he said, well, um, why don't you give it to him yourself? And it, it, the meet and greet cost $50, and I said, I don't have that kind of money. And you I said, thought, here, try this Reuben, even well, though you I, didn't order it. No. <laughs> Uh, no, bro. All right, real quick, real quick. We uh, got to go, Meg. He, he he said, you know, well, he gave me this little sticker thing, and he said, don't tell anybody. I just told the whole nation, but <laughs> the 38 states in Canada, but he he gave me this thing. And, and it got you backstage. Everybody signed it. And what was the band? I'm not going to say, but it was fun. Did, I had a great time. How much okay. fun did you have with the band, Meg? I danced my bottom All right, up. I had a that's, good time. That's bye. Enough. All right, bye, Meg. <laughs> she hung up on me. Bye. She's done with you today. Into that. Yeah. All right, we're going to hit all your calls coming up next. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. I'm hyping up Pinocchio's nose because I'm a supercalifragilisticotic pro. I gave a oopsie, daisy, now you got the crazy, crazy with the books, googly goo, where's the baby, so one, two, four, four, eight, seven, two, zero, seven, fifty, one, eight, hundred, WSB Talk, Brian's up next on the program, hello, Brian. Yes, sir, this is Brian Gwinnett, how you doing this evening? Excellent, bud, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, I was calling to share a story about a fine uh, old man who helped me out in a time of need. Give me a great story how someone helped you out. Fantastic, well, uh finishing from an errand, rushing to my child's birthday party, and I was on some back roads, and I was getting mighty close on an empty tank of gas, and as I was coasting down the road, my car shuts off. I had to turn left into the driveway, having to turn that steering wheel as hard as I can, and as I turn in, and I put my car in park, a woman pulls up and is scared because I'm in her driveway. Oh, no. She pulls ahead, and then her husband, who's an older man, pulls in, and he takes care of me. We go a quarter mile up the driveway. He gets the gasoline, takes it back, puts it in my car. And this man's name was Stan. He was a fine man. All along, he said, we just happened to stop here by chance. We were heading out of town. We rarely come this way this time of day. And it was just one of those wonderful fate moments where I said, thank you very much. You've certainly helped me out. That story could have gone wrong. That story could have gone sideways in a hurry. Like I, yeah, I pulled. I ran out of gas and pulled this guy's driveway, and he came out and shot me. <laughs> like that. That story could have gone that yeah. really south real quick. Russ in Gainesville. Russ, Mark, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. What's going on, buddy? Oh man, standing outside freezing. My phone doesn't work in the house, so I come out here. To oh, talk all right. To you. Well, well, real quick, we got a minute. Um. Okay, a lady. I used to go out with this lady, and she owned a fuel company, so she had quite a bit of money. And she, you know, we go eat in these fancy restaurants and stuff. But I drove an El Camino. I guess she didn't like it, so she bought me a gold Cadillac, a brand new one. You had a woman buy you a car? 
Yeah. Well, a Cadillac? Because she didn't want to ride around in El Camino. It was really for her, probably. But, yeah. That's like Seinfeld bought his dad a Cadillac. Russ must be hell of a And then went to the late dinner, remember? Yeah. A woman bought him a Cadillac. I'm myself a steak at 4.30 in the afternoon. That's crazy. All right. Uh, we're going to come back. we got a couple of Tonys. Dave Sadie, Zach Noah, plus little Sanjay and the Lonely Tailgater. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. I'm to take a